Welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast. I am Mark Stores, and with me as always is... Buck Stodgers. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The non-copyright infringing I, that's right. star of the air. Coming waves. in 2020. I like it. My and Rob Morphy. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. As always, be sure to rate and review this on the iTunes and the Apple Podcast apps. We It helps us out greatly, and we love seeing the reviews, guys. We have a ton of reviews that Jeez, came in. All right. It's awesome. We it love is. getting the feedback. We and love it, every bit of it. And it helps us out in our iTunes charts and whatnot. So and much. Stuff like that. And, of course, the social medias, the Twitters, the Instagrams, the Facebooks. We are there. We're talking. Come hang out with us. We got some reviews to go over before we get started with this week's episode. So let's get it kicked off with an exciting take on the paranormal. Ooh. A five-star review Jeez. from... Bear the Hairless. Ha! Oh my God! All right, Bear the Hairless. Actually, uh, check him out on Twitter. I believe it's at. Uh, I had his name pull up here real quick. It is at Chad Falkler One. Uh, he puts he pushes our pod all the time. Awesome. Constantly, dude. He bless I your constantly heart. get notifications that he's tweeting us. He's retweeting us. He's putting us in. Suggest when people are like, "Hey, well, what podcast should I listen to?" He's putting us in there with a bunch of other really great shows. Aww. So shout out to you, Chad, for promoting us. That means a lot to us. We appreciate the support. And Chad has to say, "What a wonderful trip it's been listening to the stories and theories about the origins of the stories, like an X Files light. Super entertaining." X-Files Boom. Light. No, I, really I like it. Easy go. Oh. Gentle on the palate. Not a lot of calories. Dude, we're all scully. Absolutely. Yeah, we <laughs> really are all There isn't a molder amongst us. No, no you're, you're, well, ki- you're kind of a molder. I'm a, mo- I'm a molder? Yeah. That's the you're nicest all, thing you've ever said I, to me. Every, I, <laughs> every answer is interdimensional for you. <laughs> Somebody yeah. finds a ho-ho in the woods. Interdimensional alien. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever so I'm a means. molder and you two are my scullies. It's just the way the threesome works. I'm a lucky man. I'm a lucky, lucky That's man. That's a punk rock band. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Alder and the Scullies. Scullies. <laughs> Scullies. Oh, sweet. And thank you again, Chad. Thank you very much. So moving on here, my favorite podcast of the unusual five-star review from The Real Eric Evans. And actually, Eric, um, he's a listener of ours, and he was just on Instagram. I posted up, a, I, I think I reposted a picture. He just got one of our T-shirts. Oh. So shout out to you, Eric. Thank you very much for supporting the pod by purchasing the shirt. We love that. And Eric goes on to say, I have a huge interest in cryptozoology and cryptids, and it's clear these guys do their homework. What's more, they add a critical eye and spoonful of skeptics to each episode, which shows they are clear-thinking and rational guys. I love the interplay between all three hosts, and it makes for an entertaining listen every episode, all in capital letters. Oh, oh shit. Oh, you know it's real, then. There it is. Boom. Thank Ain't you, no Eric. Fibs De there. facto. Yeah. Thank you very much, Eric. Moving on here. So far, so good. Five-star review Ooh. from One Bad Apple. Was turned on to this podcast by the guys of Astonishing Legends. Mm. So far, so good. Wow. Very good. That's Thank you very so much. Far, so, I, now, yeah. now I'm pressured. So far, so good. So uh, actually, yes, we actually got a drop, uh, a name drop from our buddy Rob Christofferson over there at uh, the Our Strange Guys podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in reference to one of the... Uh, it was an illustration, one of your illustration I did. did. Yeah. It was in reference to the aerial school encounter, which was this fascinating encounter with a, a UFO and a humanoid with a sweet head of hair in a, in a school in Africa and all the students and I think even some of the faculty that encountered it. So uh, 
So it was awesome. They they found my uh, illustration, which kind of looks like, as Rob said, a combination of Alice Cooper and uh, things that like to probe Whitley Strieber. And <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's fucking <laughs> awesome that he gave us a shout out. And it's awesome that uh, that they actually enjoyed the illustration. As an artist, I always get a huge kick out of that. So thank you so much, oh, Rob. Yeah. yeah, totally. totally. And again, that's from the Astonishing Legends podcast. Check them out. They are awesome. And again, check out Rob's podcast. It is Our Strange Skies. Uh, Rob is a great dude. I love his podcast not me rob rob right well i mean i love your podcast too rob no, well yeah i'm well, talking about yeah, rob, i'm talking about rob i, just wanted, I don't want our listeners to think you're just weirdly meta endorsing yeah us. rob morphy rob okay. christopherson chris chris christopherson yes oh Holy shit. wait a minute now hold on what just happened this is fucked up i, I didn't even i didn't even i didn't even bring chris christopherson into the mix mark stores how do you mark. not Boars. Boars. <laughs> Done. Nailed it. Mark Boar. Mark the Boar. Borziana. Neil so Boar. Thank you oh all. My God. Thank you all again. <laughs> Neil Boar. Thank Probably you all again for shouting us out. It's very nice to see, hear our it's very, it's very It's very nice to hear our name in podcasts like that. We appreciate oh, it very yeah, much. Uh, moving on here. Great podcast. Five stars. R. Hardenbrook87. Just started listening due to my lifelong interest in cryptozoology, and I can't recommend this enough. The only thing that could make this show better oh, no. is if they played the creepy music from the 70s Scooby-Doo cartoon in the background as they were the eyewitness accounts. Great job, guys. I fucking oh. love that music, yeah. by the way. Thank you for the kind review. But I've got to tell you guys, as much as almost anything else, obviously it was the original In Search Of series. You oh, know, sure. You know, totally. Narrated by Leonard Nimoy that completely seduced me, and that old... Uh, Project UFO that was loosely based on Project Blue Book Files. Yeah. Yeah. Those are two of my earliest paranormal TV memories. But Scooby-Doo, as much as, if not more than anything, was not only a formative influence on me, I dreamed of being able to draw monsters as good as what I saw in Scooby-Doo as a kid. And, and now you do. I, life's I loved all, every monster on there. Every single the one. The Willowa is in my top five favorite oh my God, yes. oh, yeah. cartoon things that don't exist. All right. And Space <laughs> Kook. I like I liked the robot. The robot, the robot ghost monster With guy, space yeah, the space yeah, ghost, exactly. Yeah, yeah, top five kind of robot monster, yeah, totally. and, and sort of totally. like our logo, yeah, yeah totally. So Love yes, it. absolutely, that's fucking phenomenal. So yeah, Scooby Doo for life. Well, Rob, you keep on drawing. I will. I will. I mean, that's I'm right. literally living my childhood good. dream. Good, good to hear. Great podcast, five star. Will Gentile. Uh, they approach each case unbiased and with a healthy amount of skepticism that provides the listener with a great show. I highly recommend this podcast. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Yeah. So nice. Keep those iTunes reviews coming, folks. We I love know. it. We it love the interaction. It helps us so much. And honestly, bad, bad weeks, tough times, real life got you down. We read these reviews and it completely fucking totally it, it just lightens the load so much totally so rob you got some stuff on facebook couple, for us i got a couple off of facebook all right well, what do you got as is as is my purview the first is from daniel francis vistad nice. and i feel like that's totally like an Anne rice vampire name could be great podcast easily one of my top five podcasts the guys are amazing and funny the subjects current and informative keep up the great work i love everything about that but I'm going to call out one element. We are not so terribly current. We're digging shit out of the 20s. We're well, digging shit you know. out of the past. We can do. But bless your heart, Daniel. Thank well, you. we we act current? Yeah, we do. We are contemporary men living For, in anachronistic well, stories. You know what Mark is? Mark's on does social oh, media. Yeah. Me and Rob are like writing with rocks. And <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> like, <I'm>, completely. <laughs> 
For older men, we are current. Listening to the music on our Walkmans. <laughs> oh, and I got my Discman. I'm like, listening what up, to old the hits. Man. <laughs> I got my CD, old man. How's your tape? Oh my God. The next review is from an individual with the most astonishing name. Oh. Wolf Mungus. Yes. Oh. yes. Punk as fuck. Totally. Five stars. I'm not even going to waste time explaining how awesome this podcast Ooh. is. This five-star review is simply an appreciation of deep-dive references of both Modrons and Common Rider. Oh, jeez. Nice. Wow. Nice. Things we adore. In all seriousness, this pod features awesomely obscure, bizarre f- cases, files, and some awesome hosts with great senses of humor. Top-quality audio. Thank you, Wolf. You're awesome. welcome, Thank Wolf. Thank you very much. Wolf Mungus. Thank you. Actually, uh, he recently started following us on Instagram. Uh-huh. And check out his Instagram profile. It's really cool. Is it it's super, super dope? dope? Yeah, it's really good stuff. He's got a tons of awesome pictures on here. So thank you very much, good sir. I will see you on the gram. All right, cool. Before we get started with this week's episode, one last shout out, a very important shout out, because Christopher has been pushing for people to send us tasty, delicious delights. Yes. Tasty, yeah. Possibly in the realm of... Maybe alcohol? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, we don't know much about that. No. No, I don't talk no. about that. Inexperience. Newbies. So uh, shout outs to our buddy Jerry from Mississippi. We're going to call him Mississippi Jerry. Of course we Mississippi will. Jerry. For sending us a little package of some delights. Oh, it was a care package from the gods. We've it has been, been uh, lubricating um, this evening so well. We've been enjoying it all evening. Thank you Thank very much. You. Thank you very much. You are fucking awesome, Thank dude. You. And actually, he's got uh, he's got some ties to the local area, so you know it's good. keeping good, it good. Good. You know what we're doing? We're keeping it three one five. Oh, we are. That's for all you locals out there. Shit, wow, yeah. that's America for you. Three one five. The further till I we die. are apart, the closer there we are. Oh. Boom. Thank you, Jerry. America. Thank you, Jerry. Thank very you, Jerry, much. very much. So Word. this week we are going to be getting started with the Veronish aliens, and this is coming to us from Russia, Mother Russia. All right. In what may be the most bizarre mass extraterrestrial encounter ever reported, scores of eyewitnesses claim that in the autumn of 1989, a trio of three-eyed aliens, along with their mechanical companions, important, landed and attacked a group of teens in a Russian park. Sons of bitches. Robert? Sons of bitch bastards. 1989. So right after the fall of the Soviet Union. Oh, I know whose fault it is. The Scorpions. <laughs> yeah, truly, oh, the winds yeah, changed. Yeah, t- they came through. Yeah. Was it Donkey Park or something, right? Donkey Park. Probably not. Wow. <laughs> I know Donkey Park. <laughs> That's the extent of... I, I'm notorious for screwing up lyrics. Sporky Park. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob, take it away. Located approximately 300 miles from Russia's capital city of Moscow, the city of Voronezh is an industrial hub with a population of nearly one million, at least in 1989. I'm not sure where it oh, stands right well, now. Oh, that's decent. Yeah. No, it's a big, it's a big place. <laughs> it's decent. This densely populated metropolitan center hardly seems like the kind of isolated milieu that is ordinarily associated with strange alien encounters. Nevertheless, on the evening of September 27th, 1989, it became the host of one of the most unusual, not to mention disturbing, encounters with ostensibly extraterrestrial entities ever recorded. Jeez. This is really one of my favorites. This is, yeah. as Mark would say, top seven, top nine, Day, easy. Top seven, <laughs> possibly eight. Easy, this is my top 13. Top 13. This is definitely, Jeez. no, this is definitely in the, in the top five. Top 11. I love this one. 
Son of a bitch. According to eyewitnesses, the autumn evening in question was unremarkable in every way. With parents chatting, couples walking, and children playing soccer in the Levo Bereshni Park. Yes, I practiced that. Good While job. While nearby, a small crowd waited for a bus on Poteline Street. I think I got that right. So I, wait, I'm in, We got still. a park. I, I'm there. Yeah. We got a park. Couples. Parents, kids, Sock, people are children, post communism. Just trying to get home after Wait, is, a long is this current? day. No, this isn't this current. This is post. Okay, post communism. Fresh right. post communism. Like they probably they're still used to bread lines and right. terrible bread concrete lines. buildings. Bread lines. And yeah. The horror of you know living behind the iron curtain. Yeah. But not that's that okay. curtain has been torn asunder, and the fucking rainbow of yeah. democracy. It's is a soft gold okay. curtain. All right. Democracy. <laughs> All right. Democracy. Levo Bereshni Park. Proud of that. The normalcy of the scene would be shattered at about 6.30 p.m. Oh, son of a bitch. When a handful of people at the bus stop suddenly took notice of a large, glowing, deep red oivo... Oival. Oival. Oival red and What are you doing with my popcorn? Do you want popcorn? I'm oivil. Here's the butter and the, the caramel <laughs> toppings on oh, the left. Oh, caramel fuck. popcorn is the fucking devil. It's a terrible I combination. Know, it, no, it tastes delicious, what? but it destroys oh, your teeth. Sweet and sour? It's so terrible. good. No, salty terrible. and sweet is Garbage, the best. Garbage, no. Garbage. No, you're fucking wrong. Oh, you're I'm absolutely not. wrong. See you in hell, wrong. my yeah. friend. No, no I, you know what? I will not because I will not be there. <laughs> see you, you in hell. hell. <laughs> but didn't we just talk about Grim Reaper? Didn't we just talk about that like a couple episodes ago? <sighs> Probably. I think we did, yeah. I'll see you in hell, my friend. Oivil. So I can't say ovoid, <laughs> just for the record. Ovoid. Ovoid. What's the difference between an ovoid and an oval? I don't think What any. about if it was okay. ovoid? just another just way of describing it. an oval. Okay. Replace it with voivod. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, great yeah, right. band. Yeah. So a Fuck large yeah. glowing a deep red voivod. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. It roar. That was like your first album, right? It roar. <laughs> they were fun. Wasn't Newstead in them? No, he yeah. was in Flotsam and Jetsam. No, no, he was, was in Voivod. You think he's currently in Voivod, yeah. Oh, yeah, he boy. was in Flotsam and Jetsam, totally. Yeah. All right. So Oh my god. Anyway. It's an oval. <laughs> it's red. It's glowing. It's floating over this fuck sucking park. Within moments, the nearly 40 individuals waiting for the bus were staring and pointing skyward. Eesh. Witnesses swore that the quote-unquote vehicle, which they estimated to be approximately 45 feet wide and 18 feet high. Jesus. Yeah, it's big. That's abruptly a... came to a stop oh, above the park, right. hovering less than 40 feet above the ground, close enough to disturb the grass below. So I don't think they have any like evident propulsion system. I don't think it's shooting flames or anything. But whatever this is... It's having an effect pressing the grass down or whipping it up. I okay. don't know, but it's doing something. Then, just as suddenly as it had arrived, the UFO soared away, leaving the eyewitnesses perplexed and perhaps a little relieved. Mm. And that's all that happened. End of pod. Good time, guys. <laughs> Real fun. Thanks. I feel like they were all on drugs and uh, see you next week. Yep. Nope. It, there you go. They're all in Russia. There you go. Hallucinogens. Walls were gone. The reprieve would not last long. <gasps> oh, I've, we're, wait, we're, we're back you. in? I the pod's you. not all, oh, Robert. Oh, psych. The pod's oh, back on. Oh, my all God, right, I'm so good. lame. All right. Oh, it's better than happening. That's <laughs> yeah. true, it is. No, already, yep. two paragraphs it's, into the story, yeah. it's better than the fucking happening. Totally. That's a horrible movie. Just moments after it vanished, <laughs> the strange craft returned, hovering directly over the soccer pitch, casting its shadow over a group of grade school children. And here's where I'm going to struggle a little. Okay. Including... Vasya Surin, Lena 
Sorokina, Julia Sholokova, Aloysia Nikonov, and Vova Startsev. A group of young, wow. excellent Vova. Irish children. Irish children. In this day is long. Just, Russia. Just practicing their soccer. Hair. I'm sorry, their football skills. Football skills. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Who immediately broke off their soccer match to gawk at the alarmingly close UFO. Both the kids and adults stared in awe at the spectacle above them, and all were utterly unprepared for what they were about to see next. What? Mm-hmm. According to multiple eyewitness accounts, it was at this moment that a large hatch opened on the underside of the still-hovering craft, revealing an anomalous, long-armed, neckless, nine-foot-tall entity with a small domed head. Necklace. So let's what? just enjoy Like that. a gingerbread man? So it's... it's but, <laughs> no, think Juggernaut. So, juggernaut is exactly the image you want to have in your head. No, this is, this is Rob's of, art for it right here. Of Marvel Oh, really? Comics. Oh, that's what you got out of that? Yeah, no, it's got... No, okay. it definitely has yeah. it's just like a no neck. Okay. Just imagine a pair of shoulders and then like a fucking dome right on the shoulders. Uh, okay. Dude, this thing is totally Kane Marco. It's complete and utter... Juggernaut. It could be. Well, why can't, why can't it be element. a tall, like a uh, Mr. Freeze dome? It could be. Oh, it could be. But that's just not how it was described and or drawn by any of the eyewitnesses. Because okay. the kids drew pictures of it, and then other professional artists have come along and done it, and that was just my interpretation. Okay. So Juggernaut comes out. The thick-set creature, so it's not like just tall and thin. It's, it's, it's broad. Okay. Was clad in a silver jumpsuit with bronze boots, and was so broad <laughs> it appeared to be excuse me, was so broad it appeared to fill the entirety of the open hatch. Okay, yeah, that sounds more so like So you got to think like, uh, I don't know, mid-80s McFarlane Grey Hulk. Like, almost as wide <laughs> no, as No, dude, this, 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 is, this, is, this is legit like McFarlane. Ever seen how McFarlane draws Juggernaut? Oh, he makes him the, the size of buildings. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a square. No, he's like four yeah. foot tall and seven feet wide. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he's ridiculous. His, his dome alone is seventeen feet. It's I know. Terrible. Fucking McFarland. Weird. As if this entity's immensity weren't disturbing enough, observers further claimed <clears throat> that there were three luminous eyes wedged into its arched head. The thing's two outer eyes were whitish in color, and the center eye, which was set slightly above the other two, was bright red and, and this is a quote. Swiveling around like a radar, huh. oh, like a Cylon. Yeah, sort of. Like yeah, it, or yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Is it the light like, inside of it, or yeah, is the eyeball like, itself? But, yeah. I, I all I have is the quote, so I right. can't further elucidate. But that's what they said. They also claimed that the alien had a disc-like object attached to its chest. Now, the way I imagine this is sort of like, like a satellite dish. Right. The, the way I've seen it represented in other things. So yeah, it's the like, drawings, yeah. It's, this is more like what a radar thing would look like, actually. Right. Like the, the eye was moving around akin to a radar, but on the chest seemed to actually be like some sort of satellite communication receiver okay. and or broadcaster. The bizarre being seemed to methodically scan the terrain below, then vanished and sealed the hatch behind it. So he shows up. Oh, he's he's like, so it's still hovering in the air. He's way above scoping the, park. the scene. He's looking out. He's checking out. He's they like, see the red eyes scooching around. Lovely Irish children playing football in Russia. As they're wanting. And then he just oh, scanning, he fucking sucks. heads back into the hatch. It was at that moment that the UFO began its descent. And y'all know that's ominous as fuck. That's not good. Yeah. Oh, Nothing yeah. good comes of this. <laughs> Onlookers stated that the object's weight was so substantial that it permanently bent the side of a standing poplar tree that was near the craft. So it's coming down, fucking up a tree as it's slowly well, descending. Well, that's just what UFOs <laughs> do. 
that's that's my sound of a tree. No, that a was perfect. bending and breaking. That was, that was good, Robert. Please auto tune that, was, that, that or was something. Excellent, yeah. No, that was just yeah. horrible. No. That is yeah, exactly yeah. the sound yeah. of a tree breaking. That's it. That's a massive tree shattering yeah. into a million pieces. Yeah, that was actually less than like a popsicle stick. <laughs> it really was. It was the saddest thing that <laughs> ever happened. Ha- or even a toothpick. That's a toothpick. Yeah, my mouth like, betrayed me. Was, I apologize to you. Balsam. No, we're not with sound effects masters. Whatever. We are not. It's okay. The object then came to a stop, hovering five feet off the ground. Whereupon it extended four leg-like supports and landed softly on the grass of the Levo Bereshni Park. At this point, the alien that was seen through the open hatch now emerged from the ship, followed by two equally colossal and nearly identical creatures that shared the same featureless tri-eyed faces. So we've got more than so one we of got these three, things. Three juggernauts. Foot tall super juggernauts. We got three juggernauts with three eyes, no nose or mouth. All right, just a silver Tupperware dome. Right. Two white eyes, one big red one in the middle. All right, cool, cool. These extraordinary entities walked with a heavy gait, that's a quote, and were followed by what witnesses described as a box-like robot. So I can't help but to think... Fantastic Four, Herbie, right? Wasn't that the the Fantastic Four's robot? Was Herbie? They did have that, but I'm thinking more Um, along the lines of, well, there's that one fucking wind-up Star Wars action figure one. That one that the the Jawas had that was blue and, and the cock droid. Oh was yeah, that? yeah, was, that thing. The and then droid, what's yeah. that Bruce Dern sci-fi movie? Uh, si- not f- Silent Running. No, that's a fucking submarine movie. This, it, oh, what I the hell know. was it? It's an outer space movie where they basically had amputees playing robots, and they had like little legs mm. and boxy bodies. I'm ashamed of myself. Usually, I know sci-fi movies in and out. But either way, we can't win them all. I'm sorry. I meant Gonk Droid. Oh, Gonk Droid. Would you find out what that goddamn Bruce Dern movie is for me? Yeah, no, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. That's precisely what I imagine. Almost looks like a garbage. Absolutely. (laughs) A garbage. It's like a garbage. So three of these fucking nine-foot-tall domed head things, which makes me think that they're robotic. But apparently they didn't move in a robotic way, or at least they weren't identified yeah, well, as robotic yeah, there's by no, the witnesses. Yeah, there's no evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they just if, have tiny heads. If they're silver, you assume yeah, metal exactly. or and whatever. If they don't have faces and glowing eyes, you know. So anyway, this box-like robot that followed them had push buttons on its front uh, panel, basically whatever its front-facing okay. side was. One of the alien giants then bent forward and adjusted the controls on the robot's chest which enabled it to walk about in what was termed as a mechanical fashion. Okay. It just it sounds like a Star so Wars droid. So it follows them out, <laughs> like it really or they does. carry it out. It's a gong I mean, droid. Yeah, it, it about. really yeah, sounds yeah. like They that. adjusted it, and it walked around. The entities then began to examine the ground near where their craft had landed and proceeded to take some soil samples, which is straight-up fucking classic extraterrestrial behavior. They seem so fascinated by dirt, vegetation, and anuses. That's like the, no, th- yeah, that's the trifecta I was gonna say, of I know. alien There's curiosity. No, yeah. They're going to probe the ground, steal some plants, touch your butt. Touch your butt. Yeah. That's yeah. just the way. There's, the, a, lot of, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of butt touching. If you want your butt touched, it's ideal. Absolutely. But if you're like, hey, don't touch my butt, it's less than ideal. Absolutely. Yeah. And you might not want random fucking extraterrestrials doing the butt touching. No. Like we might, we're all allowed as human beings to be picky about who fucking does what to our hiney holes. Yeah. No, I'm I'm on board. Like, if you want to come and sample my yard, like, fine. Don't fuck my yard oh, up, though. Exactly. Well, I'm, no. I'm, that, I mean, compared to your butt, you're glad with a ditch in your yard. Who well, cares? I got to fix the ditch. You're well, really well, that dude, if they're it? like, we're going to take a, a just a 12-inch divot. Or all right, now you're right. Yeah. Ultimate fisting. You know 
<laughs> you know what? You're, you're right, taking the divot. Because I can go to the landscaping company. I can get a bag of dirt. I can do whatever. Or you can go to the proctologist and cry. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. yeah. And he can be or, like, dear God, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you have to explain that. Oh. Or I can I cannot look my wife in the eyes ever again for the rest of our marriage and just be like, I chose the lawn, honey. I'm sorry. I destroyed my hiney hole. And then there you go. Wow. Never yeah. save the lawn. All right. No. One no. of the nine-foot-tall creatures <laughs> made indecipherable sounds, Whoa. which some spectators perceived to be orders. Then a beam of light emerged from the quote-unquote chief alien's chest. The beam projected outlines of numerous luminous triangular and rectangular shapes about one and a half foot tall by a half foot wide as if attempting to convey something to its comrades. What? All right, so the you get fuck? a beam of light coming out of the chest. You get, I, I, it has to, be, it's like one of those like, 80s things where you see that fog and then the, the projection. Like, yeah, I know, yeah. that's, that's yeah. how I'm seeing that's it in my head. That's kind of what I saw totally, too. Totally and right. it's just triangles and fucking rectangles and he's barking weird Compu garbage at his cohorts. My favorite kind of garbage. No, oh, the best. Here. He's 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 communicating in algebra. And you're just wondering what the fuck is he yeah. saying? Yeah. Why is he saying? That's it? what would unnerve me more than anything is I can't understand what this guy is saying. Well, you're not you're not alone okay, because good. it alarmed it alarmed it alarmed it alarmed <laughs> one of the spectators. Well, this impromptu light show startled one young man so much he apparently cried out in alarm. At the sound, the lead alien turned and fixed its triple gaze on the youth, paralyzing him unnaturally in his tracks. Oh, here again with the unnatural. Oh, no. no there's, there's natural paralysis <laughs> that we're all familiar with. I think I'm over unnaturalness. That's standard so the kid, paralysis. The <laughs> most alien, unnatural, semi-robot. Uh, the robot paralysis. wasn't, or, or the alien wasn't having this kid's uh, being all loud. Yeah. Just going like, ugh. He's, he's like, like, the fuck you did. Yeah. So he's in says, the middle of my speech. He says, stop. But he says, it like, in circles and, and shit. And then all of a sudden, the next thing, the kid's paralyzed. The kid's just frozen. That, you know what? And not just, like, standing sometimes still. You gotta, sometimes you got to teach kids lessons. I imagine, like, bad movie frozen. Like, you know, arms, wah, 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 arms to froze, the side. Yeah. Exactly. You know, gesturing mid-screech. And then just frozen. Uh, all right. I assume. Well, don't, don't fuck with the giant juggernaut. Do not. This, needless to say, sent a panic rippling through the rest of the now terrified crowd, and as if this tale could get any weirder, witnesses claimed that at this point, the aliens and the UFO all simultaneously disappeared. Really? Wait, for just from right at that moment? All of a sudden so they were there they doing were all that there. shit, and then they're gone. They were gone? Three colossal aliens. Really? One boxy-ass robot, a 45 by 18 Oh, wait, so UFO, the robots were gone too? There were everything. Everything the, the, was just, the, just disappeared. The UFO, the three entities, huh. the robot. They looked at the kid. The kid froze. Right. And then they're gone. Okay. Absolutely gone. Now, are they? have they vanished? Did they teleport? Are they simply invisible? I don't know. Why but not? But they're fucking gone. Okay. Unbelievable. While the pause button may have been hit, this encounter was far from over. Approximately five minutes later. Think about that. Five. Five minutes is a Not long like a couple time. days. Five. five minutes later, yeah. Yeah, you know, like when you're in this and it's happening, right. every second gets stri- like, like when you're about to get into a car accident or something, you know, those times when your perception, because of adrenaline and in anxiety and intensity, these moments are just. No, no, to I, I, I get it. But so like, five minutes must have seemed like fucking, like you say, 24 hours. 
people probably left. Other people panicked. But approximately five minutes later, the remaining witnesses, still stunned and chatting excitedly over what they had witnessed, were once again thrust back into the looking glass as the UFO and its occupants instantaneously reappeared at the exact same coordinates. They wait. They did. They disappeared five, for five, five minutes. minutes. Wait, well, yeah, and then they, they just reappeared. Same spot. But did they? Oh, but did the UFO disappear? Yeah. So I, okay. So everything did. Everything. everything. Yeah. Everything. UFO, robot. Three aliens. Okay. Disappeared five minutes, shock and awe, boom, now something back. Like some people probably booked, other people you know, were just standing there trying to figure out what's going on. Some people were clearly still waiting for the fucking bus. Yeah. Just need to get to where they had to go. Well, yeah. And then boom, it's back. So by five minutes, like I say, five minutes in an intense situation seems like a long time. Most of them had to be 100% sure it was over. Like right. whatever it was, yeah. holy shit, what was that? I don't know. And then I feel like just starts. a couple moments of talking about it. You can kill five minutes would seem like like that. Like, what the fuck just happened? And all of a sudden, it's back again. You know, you might be right. It depends on your perspective. Be, my mind says it's going to be drawn yeah, out. In my of mind, the I'm thinking because what, of how yeah, but, I mean, once Chris it's is done, not wrong. For some nah, people, no, it probably it seemed probably like a once they went away, by, yeah. then you're like you're going to be looking at other people, being like, what the fuck? And you yeah. just five minutes is going to go by in a second when you're right. like, what would you see? What you see? Blah blah blah. And right. all of a sudden, there it is again. Needless right. to say, most of the witnesses remain, so and so they're there for the second mm, part. So it's back. And it just disappeared before, or it okay. disappeared before. Like, the, the UFO flew away the first time, then suddenly reappeared. So this is the second time that people involved with this encounter were probably gut sure it was over, and then it just restarts. Hmm. Which has got to be just, I, besides disconcerting in the content of what you're seeing, disconcerting in that... From then on, are you going to think every time I think something's over, it is literally just going to continue? Yeah, no, like there's a, a lot that to... you keep thinking you're waking up from, but you're really just dreaming yourself awake. Yeah, and you're another part of the same fucking nightmare. There's a lot of weird shit to unpack in this thing. So five minutes go by, boom, they're backed. At this point, the only difference is one of the nine foot tall creatures was now carrying a quote unquote tube that was about a foot in length. It's coming for your butt. Maybe. It's well, a uh, tube. It's a tube. Not just maybe tw- entirely unlike the kind of tubes tube? frogmen used to carry. I mean, that, well, sir, that's a wand. Tubes are a standard accoutrement <laughs> to extraterrestrials. We established well, the Loveland Frog is carrying a wand. Then maybe the the Veronish <laughs> entities or a are firework. Also, it could be a firework. It could be a failed as crystal. crystal. Copyrighted a failed Roman candle. That's so true. This tube about a foot in length. Was for now your butt. in, I believe, the chief <laughs> alien. As Made it for Collins. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, Without warning, the beam shot out, <laughs> causing the teen to evaporate without a trace. What the fuck? So the first Where one got lucky. Go? He just froze it up. He just did a this break. This kid got evaporated? Freeze. This kid's gone. Vanished. Kaput. Wait, a V. A V. A Veem. A beam from the tube? From the, from from the, the, the tube. tube. The magic gun tube. And do just disappeared? The kid evaporated. He evaporated. Before a terror-filled riot could ensue, the huge creatures and their boxy automaton then tromped back into the UFO. It then retracted its landing gear and began its ascent, slowly increasing its speed. Just as the vehicle was disappearing from sight, the vaporized teen miraculously reappeared. Oh, so miraculously. 
Dude, I, I, can gu- I can guarantee you that kid has a much better attitude about life than he had previously. Oh, you think? Where he was like, I'm being vaporized. I'm back. He might not even have known he it, might, though. No, he might you don't, not dude, know. You, we'll see. Well, that, well, Raj. No, uh, we'll, we'll find out Raj. very soon that he doesn't know. We'll or see. We'll see. He was That's apparently unable or unwilling to relay where it was he had been transported to. See. Or possibly, as, as Chris was suggesting, he might have just not been... Conscious of it, he might have just been yeah. in and out of like anesthesia. You're yeah. just laying there, and all of a sudden you wake up, and you're like, or he could have been maybe annihilated in a true sense, like a like a teleportation thing, right. where he was a you know disassembled molecularly and then reassembled, perhaps, and just doesn't know. Possibly, we don't fucking know. Okay, we just don't know. Of course, it wasn't long before the press got wind of this harrowing and utterly inexplicable tale of UFOs, robots, vanishing tube guns, and gargantuan alien invaders. The head of the Voronezh Geophysical Laboratory, one Jenrik Silinov, first reported the case and, in a reflection of the then-new era of Glasnost, the former Soviet news news agency, Mm. TASS, published a report about the event. The story then spread across the globe like motherfucking wildfire. Of course Ooh, it did. Because fucking giant robots, soccer playing Winds kids, have changed. The shit's happening. On. Yeah. It is so on. Yeah. Ovals fucking shit up across the globe. Ovoidals. Yeah, totally. Yeah. In no time, scores of scientists, government agencies, and reporters descended upon the city of Voronezh. Those interviewed claimed that they had observed this UFO not just during the incident in question, but also many times between the dates of September 21st and October 2nd, 1989. So there was an entire flap of red ovoid UFOs. This is the one time they descended, interacted with human beings, took some soil samples, threw some fucking projected triangles up, and then left. That's interesting. So there's more than Jesus. one red ovoid, more, more than one red voivod spotted. Absolutely. And yeah. this is, but this is, is the one that the actually same, landed. Is it part of the same fleet? Is it a single craft? Right. I don't know. <clears throat> Are they exploratory? Are they science? But if I, the, if, I may have a story after about this. Okay, oh, but if more than one person saw it. And, well, first off, let's let's we're gonna we're gonna break all this down as we always do, but. Remember that there's like 60 plus people yeah. that actually saw this. Which is. It's huge. Is this the most like. Uh, I don't know not, if it's the most. There's like UFOs that have been seen over Mexico City and what, things what, that are but more there was like, There's like triangles in. Uh, was it Las Vegas? Belgium. Or, Belgium, yeah. But was well, it, that was the big flap in Europe. No, but, was it Long Island or something that people saw a bunch well, of Hudson triangles? Valley Hudson had Valley. a huge yeah, 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 flap yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. Um, all of these things. But is this. Possibly the largest amount of eyewitnesses to a close encounter of the third kind. Right. It right. might well make that cut. Okay. There's right. like the aerial school incident, which is a bunch of students and I think faculty seeing things. There's some from Australia. There's a lot of incidents of mass UFO sightings, much fewer of them actually seeing an extraterrestrial and then interacting with said extraterrestrials. Right. I, this, I don't know for a fact. Really? I can't say de facto 100%. This is the biggest, but it's got to be okay. damn near the top, if not the top. All right. So we have, a, like we were saying before, this flap between September 21st and October 2nd. So that's over yeah. a week of just constant sightings of UFOs. The one main event where, again, 60-plus people saw this thing. And so I'll pick up here. An investigation at the scene 
of the landing indicated that there were deep depressions in the ground in the shape of a large rhombus. Rhombus being a rectangle at an angle with like sort of oblique angles. Right. It, it's a square, just it's, kind of. It's, yeah, it's, it's, they're equal. But they're equal sides. The, yeah. Like the both sides are equilateral. It could be square or rectangle, but it's tilted. Okay, so, I, fa- I failed math, so thank you. That's why I'm helping you. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I appreciate it. But here's the interesting part. Not that it's shaped like a rhombus, but that the depressions must have been caused by something weighing several tons. Now, that's interesting. That is interesting. Several tons? That's not fucking around. No. That's ton- some heavy shit. You're talking about tons. So you're not faking that. You're not just like using, I don't know, something to tamp the ground, some heavy object like you, four cinder yeah, blocks no, and you a can't, tough guy. No, you can't do that. That's I mean, some heavy shit. Maybe a tank, but... But in the shape of a rhombus with like clear singular depressions. I know nothing about rhombus shaped tanks. That's that's pretty rare. Very rare. (laughs) Well, (laughs) sure. The rhombus tank. Yeah, the unknown. Haven't seen one ever. An Abrams. Yes. Rhombus. No. No, it's weird. It's a weird shape. Why would it be in a rhombus? But scientists also allegedly found anomalies in the local magnetic field. And background radiation. Whoa. So I guess some EMF shits, some fucking Geiger counter readings. I don't know what they were. A lot of radiation, magnetism is fucked. There, you know, these these results have been disputed somewhat. There's a lot of people that are, a lot of debunkers that are instant to say, you know, or are instantly responding that this is all a hoax, though to get this many people hoaxing, I mean, I find that very hard to believe. Harder to believe than the weird shit that actually people claimed well, happened. Wait, wait, so wait, who so who verified that the prints had to be made by something that's a, a several tons? Some investigative whatever the investigators gover- that were on the scene. There was government agents. Yeah. They oh, said okay. former Soviet government agencies, scientists and reporters. That's literally all the information I have. Okay, so not specific, okay. just but people. I have to assume some scientists or maybe scientists working for said government agencies were the ones that declared right. that it was multiple mm. tons. Okay. okay. We okay. don't know, though. And, and you know what? You have a right to be skeptical about it. We no, I just, okay. right. I, right. I just wanted to Cause get, like I say, put a flag there's, there. There's, there's definitely it's a flag that should be put there. And I don't know what these anomalies were that registered yeah. in said magnetic fields and or radiation levels. I just don't know. Silinoff further claimed that unearthly substances were found at the scene, stating... At first glance, they looked like sandstone of a deep red color. However, mineralogical analysis has shown that the substances, or that the specific substance, cannot be found on Earth. However, additional tests are needed to reach a more definite conclusion. Unfortunately, I can't say anything more about mm, it. Yeah, there, there's See, probably that, a report. Right, well, wait, now, listen, we've this, got Martian sandstone. This could be a fault in my research more than anything else. I'm willing to own it because this happened. Thirty plus years yeah, ago, or yeah, not thirty plus? No, but like but but, it, but it's it's, it's not unusual to find something that would something that was initially done and not follow up. Absolutely, right. That's right. not uncommon. But, okay. Allegedly, there was this weird deep red sandstone. All right. Other reputable witnesses included Lieutenant Sergei A. Matveyev, who confessed that while he had actually. While he had not actually seen the aliens, he had seen the spaceship, which he described as a body flying in the sky, a body meaning like an object, not like a torso. Yeah, that, right. right. <laughs> Moving silently at a very high speed and at a very low altitude. Lieutenant Matveyev, I know I'm taking time saying it, but I have a hard time with Russian names, claimed that 
Even he was a little skeptical when he first saw the object, claiming, I thought I must be really tired, but I rubbed my eyes and it didn't go away. Then I figured, in this day and age, anything's possible. Yeah! The fuck? Really? Communism's gone, thrash metal rules, Voivod's awesome. Eh, what are you going to do? It's just living the life. Yeah, that's that's, that's Miami Vice. All right. Well, okay. Vladimir A. Mosyev, director of the regional health department, and this is an interesting side note, claimed that his primary concern was that was that of the health of the children who may have been exposed to unknown pathogens or radiation due to their close proximity to the aliens and their technology. That's an interesting side note. So Mosyev is like he's just a guy concerned about health and he's like right. if they were exposed to some insidious shit yeah we gotta figure that maybe shit out from beyond yeah. the bounds of mother earth or the grave yeah or the grave oh, <laughs> yes, of course yeah. from beyond the grave so I, I, I found that kind of interesting so if, if, if these kids are getting showered with cancer yeah oh that would be horrible no, I yeah. mean that's something that could easily be checked no, up totally. we have full yeah. names of all these kids right. and I, I've like read some reporting that says a lot of them most of them at least uh as far as what I've read, stand by their accounts okay. all these years all right. later. Okay. So it's right. interesting. Journalist E. Efremov, Efremov, okay, I think I'm saying that right, of the Sovietskaya Kultura spoke of the veracity of the eyewitness accounts. And this is what he said. Children and eyewitnesses of the abnormal phenomenon have been questioned by police workers and journalists. There are no discrepancies in the description of the sphere itself or the actions of the aliens. Moreover, all all of the children who became witnesses to the event are still afraid even now. Yeah. Okay. So they're sticking to the story. So, yeah, they're not, like, being blasé about it. They're still pretty terrified. Right. Following the event, the children, including 6th grader Roma Torshin and Genya Bilinov, were encouraged to draw the beings that they had seen with results that even the skeptics had to admit were surprisingly consistent with what had been reported by the children and the adults, especially the ones waiting for the bus alike. So in the article, I have a lot of the like Xerox versions of the children's sketches of the vehicle and the aliens and different artistic interpretations, including my own. But it's interesting that the drawings they did independently of each other really seem to corroborate not only the reports of the other children that were playing soccer at the time, but the adults that were waiting for the bus stop and the other adults and teens that were just in the fucking park doing whatever the fuck you're doing in a park. Yeah. So that's interesting. So we're going to round it up with this. In the years following this largely forgotten incident, there has grown an almost cult of affection for the odd creatures that allegedly visited Leo Berezny Park that chilly autumn evening, including even spawning a line of Japanese toys. And the Japanese toys, I don't oh, know if Jesus you got a picture Christ. of them. That no, I, I, I do, actually. I right it's, here. it's pretty oh. fucking dope. It's pretty bomb, yeah. I, I mean, kind of want one. I totally yeah, want to own this. God damn it. How cool is I that? God damn it. They, they, you know, this, I don't know if it's the same line of toys, but I think they do like the Hopkinsville Goblins. It. it doesn't matter. And other That's like dope. true to life. I don't care if I didn't know what it was. Encounters. You would want that. Yeah. Because totally, it's so yeah. fucking no, awesome. It looks cool. Anytime the Japanese make a toy, I fucking want it. Son but when it's bitch, based on a real life extraterrestrial yeah. encounter, it sweetens the right, We, we got to call Japan and for our tour line that's coming out next year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Whatever these <laughs> entities were, they have never returned or at least have never been reported. Leaving the rest of the world to speculate as to whether or not these creatures were explorers from another world, interdimensional travelers, oh, that's hey, for you, buddy, hey, hey. or Mulder. advanced scouts for an alien invasion. Ooh. It's always that. Perhaps we'll be luckier if we never 
find out. Wow. All bum, right. Bum, bum. There you have right. it. I don't so, know. So fucking wow. Yeah. That's, this is just a crazy encounter. The sheer number of people that experienced this already sets me off into a different path than we normally take. Absolutely. If it was four kids playing soccer yeah, and, there was and they nobody there corroborated to, yeah. each other's story, totally. I'd be like, this is really interesting. It's worth taking seriously. I mean, I was even thinking like... a fuck ton of people. I was like, all right, follow communism. So, Maybe the government is trying to so, do some well, like, weird so how false flag How many people actually saw the aliens? All right. I don't know if we have a specific hard count. But like let, me, the kids. Let, me, let me go back here to uh, check it out. We've got the kids playing soccer. We've got the people that are just doing what they're doing <sighs> in the park. Then there's the bus stop on Putaline Street. Mm, okay. All right. So nearly 40 individuals waiting for the bus. All right. So let's just, we could round it up to 40 or we could say 35 to 38. Who knows? Okay. Right. Just some. And however okay. many kids. Now there's. But they all saw the aliens. They all, they all saw this. And we've okay. got one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven children that were playing soccer specifically named. Okay. So right. seven plus whoever about forty. Um, now you, that doesn't count the other people that were on the nearby street, the other people that happened to be in the park, the adults and whoever else. So I've heard the figure rounded at about sixty, but what we can confirm from this is still something uh, close to 50. Okay. Yeah. All right. But they all corroborated it. They all saw this. Oh, well, that's according to the reports. Now, I okay. okay. The okay. funny thing about this is I remember seeing quick blurt reports about this. Like, this made mainstream media in America, but it was like yeah, pinhead aliens that. do this thing. It was like a really brief thing on, like, the nightly news, and, of course, it was done derisively, tongue-fully. Well, of course, right. over here. Oh, it's those, those crazy Ruskies seeing all sorts of funny shit and and i remember being intrigued but at that point it was pre-internet so i didn't have access mm. to additional information right it's just one right. of those things that happened and then you hoped eventually a book would be published that would give you more information like we had to do in those fucking ancient days of for the internet yeah the modems if you when will. i fucking found this oh. case on the internet i was like eight bot oh. modem, modem. <laughs> Tony I, remember it. I totally remembered it and, and it made me intrigued and so I wrote something for American Monsters back in the day and I've you know kept up with it I haven't fully immersed myself in all the research but I've, I've definitely been super intrigued simply because you've got a robot you've got nine foot tall creatures that you know, could be robots they said there's a lot to there, unpack he's not there. human because you need you've a fucking neck and a head a kid getting paralyzed well, a kid they, vanishing then reappearing well, the everything vanishing and reappearing, not just the kid. Well, that's true. Yeah, the, the, the entirety of the, the, is, armada, the event disappeared. Yeah, the armada, the gonk droid, and the three juggernauts all disappear, and then all of a sudden, right there, you go. Okay. Um, Originally, my train of thought was, like I said, Russian military false flag operation. But oh my God, Alex Jones, me ASAP. <sighs> I'm so you said false flag. You know I have to no, react. The, the, the only... Uh, Doesn't have to be A. Jones. It could be somebody else. Right. It could I be Jesse Ventura. No, the, the only thing I would, I would love to know, if like, all these people had an account, right. that would be spectacular. I'd be like, holy shit. There's not, there's not specifically... like We can't gauge a number. We can estimate a number. Sure. Right. But if there if if there's a report where like at, at these all these people went and corroborated everything, it'd be like... Holy fuck! That's you can't like that's just that's real huge. Not that it's not good evidence anyway, right? But like that would be super, super good evidence if they could. You had fifty people, 
Right. Oh, it's, it would be mind-boggling. Uh, exactly. Absolutely. So... I mean, I believe uh, that, I believe uh, that that many people saw it. I do. No, I don't think they're lying. I think I, that I, they saw it. Um, again, I think I started off with like some sort of military operation or something, but because of what was cited in in be, between the aliens and the gonk droids, and then the disappearance, the reappearance, the, gonk droids. the freezing of the kid, the, the, the disappearing of the kid, and literally the whole place losing their shit. Yeah. I mean, if we normally start a hoax, but good fucking luck hoaxing this. Oh. Like, this is almost impossible uh, Yeah, to no, I don't, I don't think. I mean, Even if it's a misinterpreted how, military maneuver, if that's a thing. 1989. This no, it is. No, well, that's no, definitely. Dig it. Yeah, it's definitely 1989, faking <coughs> 9-foot tall aliens, yeah. a walking box the, droid, a 45 by 18-foot UFO, wicked impressive. Right. To David Blaine that shit... Or and Chris Angel, everybody, or, or if you're gonna Chris Angel that insert shit. Insert your fucking Las Vegas magician here. That to me, an '89 <laughs> would be mind-boggling. And also, here's the other thing: it's not like they were doing it in Ukraine or some other country where they maybe were trying to get some sort of I, fuck with their politics or get some sort of dominance. They're, they're doing it in a park just outside of Moscow, right? And right. just like yeah, an no, industrial even, city. Right. What's the effing point? Why would you go through all this effort, even if you could do it, which yeah. I don't think you could. Right. No, totally. Totally. So here's where things get a little bit weird. There is a symbol distinctly placed on the drawings that the children did of the Veronish aliens UFO. And it it's striking because there's a lot of people that are uh, a little dubious about this but but this symbol is the umo symbol which is um according to antonio ribera in his book ufo contact from planet umo the umites are inhabitants of said planet which revolves around a binary star called wolf 424 so is it w-o-l-f-f-e a convoluted mess. It's like allegedly 14 no. light years away from us. I mean, people have seen it on things. I, I think it might even involve uh, a Damsky's weird shit. But what is interesting is it's very similar to something that Lonnie Zamora saw on a craft in, uh, I think, April 24th, 1964. Now, Lonnie Zamora was... Uh, an American police officer was chasing down a speeder when yeah. he saw what he thought was a plane crash. So he diverted to find out what it was. He saw a craft landed. I believe it was egg-shaped. It's really one of the most very famous um, UFO and occupant sightings ever. Little people dressed in white were outside of it, and it had the same symbol, which is... What were you? What were you saying? It looks like in the Cyrillic alphabet, Chris? Um, no, I, I looked at it. I couldn't remember because... I, I went to a Ukrainian Catholic school, so I learned the language. But I, I looked; I knew it was a letter. I'm like, I'm looking at it, and going, I think it's a letter, but right. I think it's J. I think it's J. What they, what they say J in a Cyrillic alphabet. So this symbol, for those that don't know, it's it's sort of got three lines vertically, sort of curved at the sides, and then one line horizontally going through it. it I basically yeah, it's like an H with a line down the center of it, but yes. it's curved. Yeah. So basically, like an H right. with a line down but, the but middle. The, yeah, the lines on the ends are curved, like are curved like a going not outwards. quite a C, but almost like a C, like right. reverse parentheses. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. and so like people are dubious a little bit, of, uh, for understandably, really about the uh, the book by um, Ribera, but. 
but the Zamora case is very much corroborated. Like it was studied by uh, by Blue Book and government agencies, and they found traces of landing, uh, uh, you know, landing traces at the site. And it's just right. really, and I'm sure our listeners know, it's one of the most you know venerated cases. But it has this same fucking symbol, so we which have a- also slightly resembles the symbol for the planet Uranus. Okay, so we have a, yeah, a little bit. The symbol is is our connection to our sim- that symbol connects us to the Lani Zamora case, the Umo people, which again is pretty right. a pretty suspect from the thing. planet Umo or in the in the wolf whatever. Yeah, right. Four twenty four. Four twenty four. But it's all right here. So look, look look at this original drawing that one of the I think one of the kids did. Okay. See, I do that. That that is a J. I yeah. mean, that is. I mean, it's even on their belts. The, the, the only thing, yeah, I mean... The yeah. belts of the, the nine-foot-tall, dome-headed juggernaut aliens right. have this UMO symbol. The UFO has this UMO symbol. Sort of like if you were to look at anything like that we would launch into space, there would be like the NASA logo on it. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have to wonder, is this like... I know it's dubious. I know a lot of people think it's associated with hoaxes. But the Zamora case, I do not believe is a hoax. This right. case that we're talking about, the Veronish case, I do not believe is a hoax. There's, there's, I think, every reason to think maybe like the United Nations has like the globe with the olive branches. Right. Maybe this is a sort of cabal of different extraterrestrial species yeah, that be. have come together for whatever the purposes of mutual exploration or maybe even this is the group that is designed to contact us. And that certain, you know, member species have been selected to actually come down and make said contact. Or if those are robots, I think like the a theory that you've proposed before is those are like their version of our Mars Lander rover. Let's okay. go back to Veronish. So, wh- let's. I'm just intrigued by the Umo thing because it's is is dirty. No, uh, I, and I down in the weeds as it gets, and, and as shady as a lot of the stuff involving right. the Umo uh, mythology is, and I, I'm the first to profess I am no expert in it, because it always kind of had the the stench of artificiality about it. The fact that these kids who probably had no reason <clears throat> at their tender age to be familiar with this mythology, yeah. and Lonnie Zamora, and and even this famous photograph taken near Madrid, Spain, in 1967 by Antonio Pardo. Which distinctly well, shows a UFO with this on well, its face or a face. Yeah. But it's the symbol. That's right. what blows no, my no, mind. No, so the. When, wait, wait, when was that photo taken? 67. Okay. Um, and Zamora was 64, I believe. And the Veronish case is, is 89. Okay. All right, so let's just get us back to Russia. Yeah, that, that's and, what I focus on because all those okay. other. I'm just intrigued by it. That's just no, that's a side a, note that demands some attention. But it's an interesting bit of connective tissue. Or it's completely removed. Like, maybe it's just, to a layman's eye, the symbol looks exactly like the symbol employed by right. whatever the extraterrestrials or whatever the entities were in the Lonnie Zamora case. The Sakura case, I believe it's called. But oh, And and they just happen to look alike to the layman's eye. But right, really, right. they're not. Okay. But no. anyway, I just demanded mentioning. Right. No, no, it does. My, my own thing is, is why it's not, it's not in any of the accounts, but it's in the drawings. That's true. They said it was glowing, ovoid. Like, how could floating. it not be in the but accounts? A, a lot of times... And, and remember, you know, I mean, I, I most of this research I did way back when I started American Monsters, and I, I tried to up, upgrade it a little bit, but I'm still basically going by our article, which is now on Cryptopia. Um, 
they might have mentioned this in some of the more very specific uh, accounts of the story, but in the There's, general reports that were put out, right? Maybe it just didn't get brought up. Okay. Okay. And, and, right, and yeah. another thing I'll just add is that things that tend to be glowing when they're flying very often dim and take like on a more natural shape and you can actually see symbols in a lot of different UFO cases. Like the glowing seems to indicate whatever the powering apparatuses that allows well, these yeah, things yeah. to fly. Sure. Right? Propulsion. Sure. So yeah. maybe when it landed, they could, you know, delineate these they symbols. They could see the symbols in the side of the yeah. ship. That's yeah, that's all. Totally. I'll, I'll leave it at that. No, right. no, yeah. I get I get there's probably reasons why, but I just, like, out of all of them, like, none of them mentioned that. So I just I was putting a flag there again. It's absolutely worth putting a flag. Yeah, there. but totally. also that it was in Russia and it just looks like a Cyrillic yes. letter. That's the thing too. I mean, that <laughs> the, is like, well, that's the other. Alphabet. Yeah, the, the Russian alphabet is based on Cyrillic. I mean, correct. maybe they're from planet J, right? In the J system, it is kind of weird J. that like when you land in Russia, it's a Cyrillic writing. So if they were to land in the U.S., would it be just a J? Maybe. Well, in Socorro, I don't know. This, well, in the Socorro, Socorro case, no, yeah, that, no, you're that, right. It's that's pretty much it's still the same writing, thing. Yeah. And in the Italian case, or wherever Unless Pardo was. whatever the symbol is for this alien species or exploratory unit, it just so happens to look I sort mean, of like. I know, again, I it's, just, it's me pipe dreaming, but it's, no, it's I, yeah. I get you. I like no, I'm, I'm pipe dreaming with you, buddy. It, it, it's different with you. groups it could come together under this one symbol. It could be. Because these are the people that are contacting, or maybe they're just the group of people that are setting up invasions random places. Where the fuck knows? Where did they get the information for these Umo people? That's is it, is Spain, Madrid, Spain is where right. this photo was taken. Um, you is know, that getting I don't into like know. Serpo and shit like that? Like it, the it, Anunnaki? Is that getting I into know like that territory? As fuck. Um, where they talked about inhabitants from planet Umo from Wolf, you know, the Star Wolf four twenty four. Uh, he claims that they're fourteen light years away from us in the Virgo constellation, and not in the Draco constellation, as some mention. So I guess that's a point of contention. We well, don't see that. In That's the late like 40s, hemisphere. they received radio transmissions from planet Earth and decided to come and investigate. They landed in Spain somewhere in the 1950s. In 1965, they got in touch with a few selected individuals. By now, they supposedly established several bases all over Earth. Oh, so Jesus that is Christ. the basic okay, mythology, well, which sounds like, honestly, a lot of contactee mythology, like right. George Adamski and other people that I, you really have to take with a grain of salt because the contactees became for the abductees and they were the people that talked about you know meeting with gorgeous nordics and and yep. other types of people and yep. they just wanted international peace and no nukes and all the standard shit that comes down now i'm not saying that none of this is based on reality but a lot of the contactee stuff you really have to keep a skeptical eye on yeah okay. this tends to fall right into that okay. grouping for me all right but I am intrigued no, I, that, the, it's that definitely, the Zamora case and the Veronish case yeah, yeah. No. have that same symbol lingering in there. Not important parts of the story, but just there. Okay. Yeah. Well, other things, when people tend to say this is from this, this constellation, right. immediately that's a red flag for me because you are seeing, you are seeing different stars at way different lengths. Yeah. Right. So you can't just say... It's this far away. You have right. no idea. Well, they're claiming that the extraterrestrials themselves are telling them. Yeah, yeah. right. Which it, that's yeah, what I, yeah, yeah, that's, so I know. Yeah, no. But they're not. They're not claiming to we be able have to, to measure it with their We have to take science off the table. They have to bring into the account of people saying, like, well, I've been told this by the aliens. None of this is really important to the discussion we should be focusing <laughs> yeah, on, which no. we're going to get to. I just Ugh. found that to be an interesting side okay, note. Totally. 
No, so yeah, no, the symbol so, definitely uh, is, but it's more than one of the children incorporated this into their drawing. Okay. So it's not just so, a weird yeah. detail one of the kids added. No, but so, it, it's weird because it's not it's not in the account. You had to we have to we had to mention it as in a a post yeah a postscript to it all. Right. Yeah, totally. That, that this happened. So what the but, fuck are okay. we dealing with? So nine foot tall, no discernible heads. Yeah, no, it's just fucked up. I, I don't even know. Apparently three eyes. Yeah. Are they robots or are they clad in environmentally protective suits the way our astronauts would have to be? Ugh, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there's no way to tell. I mean, they show those and then they come out with the droids right. that we're calling droids Gaunt or droids, the droid, yeah. a single droid. But that right. that could be the living thing, and those things could be the droids. It's true. It could be. Right. They, they both could be droids. They both could be living things. That there's could be no a Dalek type thing living yeah, inside it of could be. a there's metal no box. There's no way to tell. The other things that we th- that the kids presumed thought were the leaders and, right. and in charge are really the, yeah. the tools being used for a job. Yeah, I mean, generally, when someone sees a, a light scanning thing, nothing biological has a sc- scanner. Yeah, that would be or whatever, like a light an indication of some sort of like robotic for, uh, for entity, our yeah. perspective, as per what we know of technology. Yes, yeah, scanning. I, you know, I'm inclined. I'm inclined to think. Maybe this is based mostly on the eyewitness testimony that because they seem so uh, convinced that this boxy ass motherfucker was a robot and that these other things, even though they really look robotic, at least to our mind's eye, were entities uh, that were alive. I'm inclined to just think that maybe they were the living things, the nine foot tall creatures. Sure. But it doesn't mean that robots can't be fluid and like no, can't break things right. and do the dolphin and do all the sweet shit they need they to can, do. I think they can do all that. Because the way these things are described don't seem atypically biological from an Earth point of view. No, right. But that does not mean that they're not perfectly biological from right, whatever right. they're from point of view. Our perception of what a robot is, as opposed to what an actual alien robot is, is completely different. But the fact that they had a small, boxy thing with buttons on its front Mm. that needed to be manipulated to move really smacks of classic automaton. Well, sure. You don't have to, like, smash cats for them to do things. No. (laughs) (laughs) They just do stuff. So it's fascinating. Regardless of what's a robot and what's living, they land. First off, they're in the sky. They like peek out and like, what's up? Take off. Right. Fly back, land, and it's like about collecting dirt. And Paralyzing they, and, and, a kid. And like a lot of alien encounters <laughs> where they ignore the human beings nearby. It's like, fuck it. Yeah. We don't see them. They don't see us. Right. Until like, say, <laughs> one kid yelps because he's startled by a sound or whatever, and he gets frozen. Right. And then they're like, oh, fuck. They see us. And then they disappear for five minutes. It's almost like they're small children or ostriches. Like, they think, oh, wait, it's been five minutes. They forgot about us. We'll reappear. Right. Either they really underestimate how intelligent we are. Like, they think we're just dumb as a box of fucking yeah, rocks. Well, right. So they just want to show up again and do it. The way we would, I mean, the, the deference we would pay to ants if we were excavating a site seems right. to be how they seem to treat us. Like, just freeze them. Like, they're not trying to kill us. Even the kid they evaporate, they bring back. But they don't really seem to be either aware of how we perceive things or to give a fuck about how we perceive things. I'm willing to assume it's possibly how they don't give a fuck. They seem not because to. Because, no. honestly, if we were in that situation, we wouldn't. Like you said, as far as like us in reference to like a, 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 an, ant, an ant pile, we wouldn't really care. Oh, no. 
We don't, and we're, we really don't have to matter. have a single malevolent intention. Yeah, or we're it's not like whatever. Like, it, it's it is a superiority complex, but it's it's not necessarily one with like uh, malevolent, you know, backdrops. It's right. just like, oh yeah, no, whatever. You yeah. what we're doing here? What we need some of your fucking dirt. We need to do some shit. Right. We're making triangles <laughs> and fucking rectangles in the dirt. sky. We need your dirt. You don't need to worry about that. You guys, and, and, and like say, in the same way that if a plant, if a, if a botanist were looking for like plant fucking samples, would maybe look at some nearby monkeys and try to avoid them, but it would not have any bearing yeah. on what they were doing. Right. Right. So I'm just no. fascinated by the fact that they don't seem to have nefarious intentions, but not necessarily are are, are like respecting us, trying to communicate with us. In any way, trying to engage with the human race, right. it just seems like we're here for dirt. Yeah, well, yeah, suck it. Just been a fucking mission that had nothing to do with and us. And there was a, a span of sightings well, yes. of this uh, red ovioid obje- objects. Ovioid, yeah, no, there in the were. area. So, and this just happened to be the one that came down. Had a little bit of interaction with some kids and forty some odd plus people in a Russian park. And then they just kind of zip zap out of there, and then the next thing you know, boom, that's it. It's, it's over. fucking crazy. It's literally just over. It, it so, smacks to me like of so many, so many people have said before, like the way when we like tag an animal and release it, like yeah. we're not trying to hurt it, we're yeah. trying to learn about, it, we're trying to preserve species, but it must seem so fucking traumatizing for said animal. Yeah, like they're just on a plane, yeah, just, so much more advanced than us. That we just, they don't feel like they can, we feel like we should be able to interact with them. It's like, can't you just talk to us? Can't you be our buddy? Right. But they feel like you guys don't, you know, we're just going to try to be nice, not hurt you and yeah, get on with totally. our shit. So hmm. I guess it brings it to like, obviously we briefly discussed like, okay, could this be a hoax? Shoot. This is something really hard to hoax. I don't think it could be a hoax. Whether it's a, a misinterpreted military maneuver or a, obviously someone purposely hoaxing this or like a group decision of hey let's say this happened there's i think in my opinion there's much the, with the impressions alone of being ton you know a ton of weight pressing down on this on the 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 uh the field correct right yes yeah. okay so that to me smacks of like that that's is physical evidence that is way too much to fucking hoax it, the yeah, physical a evidence much. is important. Yeah. Yes. So physical evidence, speaking alone, I don't think this is a hoax. I don't think this is a misinterpreted, uh, misinterpreted military maneuver, which is a fucking mouth word. Uh, it, it's, it's a pain in the ass to say. It's a lot of it's a mouth word. It's yeah. a, a mouth word for it days. It is a, a mouth, mouth word. word. A mouth word. So, and I can't fucking I mean, run alien a conspiracy wise? successfully with four people. Yeah. I don't know of any time. <laughs> or three. When I, no, and if I well. literally, if, if any of us have ever told three people a secret, I think almost always yeah, one no. of those people have fucked up. Obviously not the three people here. We're brothers. We're bonded. That's right. We're there for life. We, are, we, we actually technically, on a technicality, we are our own Illuminati. We, we are. Sh- we share secrets, heartbreak, and no, triumph. No, we do. Triluminati. <laughs> Triluminati. It is what it is. So, but 50 plus people yeah. fucking maintaining Something. a ruse that isn't profitable to any of them? No, not at all. That's the thing. It no makes one's, no fucking no one's sense. making anything out of no. this. So I'm more inclined to think that this is maybe possibly some sort of alien scouting mission and or, and of course, I know it's my default position on the pod, interdimensional guy, possibly something 
breaking through the walls of There's reality no to our There's no fucking way. I've always been dubious place. about this anyway. There's no fucking way it's a mass hallucination. No, I don't think so I at all. I do think no. that a rumor can spread, like maybe the monkey man Even from hysteria. New Delhi. This is, hard to, this is hard to pin on hysteria. Where exactly. One rumor infects another rumor, infects a scant eyewitness sighting, and it becomes this paranoia. But when you really dig into that, very few people have seen something. You right. don't have mass hysteria, generally speaking, where there are 50-plus eyewitnesses. No, not at the same time. At mass hysteria is different. It's something spreads, and they, it's different times. Then everyone, everyone sees, everyone sees it, it at a different time. It's yeah. not like one group. Yeah. Absolutely. That's not how that one You can see works. it spread like an infectious disease. Yeah, that's when different. It's, when it's hysteria. Right. When it's a single event during a very narrow time frame with a large group of eyewitnesses, that is very difficult to either hoax or fake or blame on hysteria. So I can't, I can't see that no, being no, it, the case. I'm honestly more apt to say, like, I think maybe these are just some people that happen. These, this might, might be some alien race or, or, or a confederacy of alien races that just happen to show up. Took some samples, did some shit, and we're like, ah, oh, shit, they they reacted badly to us. Let's get the fuck out of here. It really seems that way. Like, it, it here's really the does. part. Well, when, when, the, when they freeze the first kid, right. they don't attack, they don't go on a rampage, they disappear. Which to me, which, I don't which think... Which is interesting. I don't think they teleported necessarily. I think they just went invisible. Right. I think they well, were there, and they were just like, freeze, but on like a fucking a duck behind a... You know, a pile of reeds. They right. legitimately have super tech camo, or that could be them possibly adjusting the people's perception. That's a very real, they very that well could be a real possibility. I should but, say. But, <laughs> well, it's here. also if but, you think they're from another dimension and they have a dimension right. we are, are not known of, mm-hmm. they just fucking go into that dimension, well, and, and all of a sudden they fucking disappear because we're not, we don't have, yeah. have access to that. Like. My True. best, my best analogy, I guess, for the whole interdimensional theory is like: imagine if you're driving in a car and your window gets fogged up and you don't have your heat on, but you just kind of like wipe the shit, the moisture off your window, and you can see through it. That's kind of what my idea, personally, of interdimensional. So what is. you're saying is you're they just don't getting, have direct physical uh, contact with us. It's more like clearing a window so you can see into it. Normally, yes, but in this case, because they did have an interaction where they froze a kid and then they made a kid disappear, right? That makes me think more alien. Do you think the kid went to the dimension? Yeah, but dimension? that doesn't... It actually doesn't. Possibly. It makes more sense of having an extra dimension we don't know of. If you're two-dimensional... Right. Say you're just... You're just... You're just uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson explained this, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't even I know, think about this right now. I know, he these things, and I'm like, I, I told you, fucking assholes, I, right? I was he right. Was so so I was say, tired, the, right? say the table right here is just, like, length and width, and right. there's a two-dimensional thing. Right. But they've got length, And they're just two-dimensional, and you're like, yeah. you, you fill it with... Uh, sheets of paper and like, well, there's no more room. Right. And all of a sudden, somebody comes along and starts stacking things height-wise. Right. In, in two dimensions, you'd be like, oh my god, that sh- that fucking thing just disappeared. Right. Because yeah. they do not but have access. Because they don't height. have access to the third dimension. Because in in a third dimension, they have more they have more ability to perceive. So all of a sudden, it, yeah. this is exactly what it will look like. This kid just this shit just disappears, and we right. don't have access to whatever I, you know what? dimension. I didn't think about it that way, and that's a great theory. That that that's really that that makes me think about it a little bit differently. That maybe it possibly could be not necessarily an, an alien race coming to see us, but maybe something interdimensionally yeah. that we because of the of, of because of how we perceive our world and our surroundings. What we're perceiving might not necessarily be all that's there. Oh, 100%. So if these guys... I think sh- that's the fact, Well, no, the sh- if, that's why the string theorists think there's right. up to 10 or 12 dimensions. So if these guys show up and they have more than length and width and height to them, 
and all of a sudden this kid is frozen, this kid disappears, they disappear. It's just our, it's what we're perceiving that they're doing. It's our own little monkey well, yeah, brain well, trying to figure it out. To us, it's gonna, they just disappear, but right. for them, it's just... For them, it's something completely different. Yeah. I yeah. absolutely love the potential of that theory, and I'm, I'm way open to it. Uh, multiple dimensions, things that exist in dimensions we can't fathom that right. function around us. In this case, though, I think we might be over-complexifying it. I know I just made that word up. I think, I think it stands to reason more so that they just have an advanced form of fucking super predator camouflage that just makes them virtually so you think, transparent. You think it's, it's, it's like active camo? Well, it seems like if, if if it seemed like every time they took a step, they were undulating in and out of reality, then right. I would think, is there some dimensional shit going on? But the fact that they were reacting to a kid being startled, they froze that kid like, oh, don't let him hurt himself or us. Okay. And then they're like, oh, everyone's looking at us. Out. And just gone for five minutes, right? And then back. That to me, and, and of course, there's no way to to prove or this. It sounds just like idea. someone it's more indicative of camouflage. It almost sounds like someone doesn't know how to use the fucking cloaking device. Like someone's like, "Well, how do I do this?" Wait, wait, wait. Oh, they see a shit. No, cloak, cloak, cloak. cloak. And all of a sudden, you're cloaked again. Oh, it's been five minutes. Yeah. And, and if they think of us as all basically right. tell Tom to zap the kid because he's being a dick. If they <laughs> like, think of us as carbon-based morons that are just. Listen, we're just fucking hairless monkeys doing our best, trying to feed and breed and just make this world work. If they don't have any, like, intense respect for our intellectual capabilities, they might think they can disappear for five minutes and reappear, and it's not really going to... Right. They don't feel like a need to explain it. Like, here's the thing that really intrigues me. They'll freeze a kid that startles them. Okay. And they'll disappear for a second, like, all right, we're out. We didn't do anything. You know, everything's cool. Come back. Then they make another kid disappear. With their fucking magic tube, their super wand. Yeah. But they don't try to communicate. They're not looking at us. No. They're not. They're not using the fucking projection symbols in their chest to try to communicate anything. They just don't seem to give fucks. Other than if they're posing a danger to us or ourselves, they seem like we don't want to hurt them. We don't want to be hurt by them. So right. let's step back. It okay. seems more like they're on a scientific mission. Right. For whatever reason, to get some fucking dirt some sweet soccer pitch grass. I don't know what. And that we're like secondary to their objectives altogether. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that's my impression based on, I I don't, I, I, I'm both, I'm both kind of fascinated and disheartened by the fact that they don't really care about communicating with us at all. They show yeah, up, yeah, they look out their There's no hatch, intent. They land, yeah. Well, I mean, because, you know, to us, we are these, you know, super intelligent, emotional, amazing, angelic beings. But to the rest of the universe, we're probably a bunch of fucking hairless, warmongering monkeys. You're absolutely right. It really right. What it comes down to. Like, a higher civilization would look at us and be like, oh, yeah, okay, they can feel feelings and they understand, like, how to split the atom and, and create the internet and look at porn and do whatever else they want. But at their very fucking base core, they are nothing more than hairless monkeys. Well, yeah. I Not mean, to downplay the human race, no, but I mean, but I, mean I, I think in comparison to maybe other higher beings, we're just a joke. No, we're super egocentric. Oh, I yeah, mean, totally. Galileo yeah. gets fucking house arrest for life because he suggests that everything doesn't revolve around the earth. Yeah, exactly. Like, narcissism has always been our go-to as a species. So it's, and so it's sometimes hard to think that really we're probably not all yeah. that special in the grand scheme. I, yeah, I don't really think that 
higher higher beings would really look at us with like regard so, well, to like, what do you mean by higher beings whether it be an alien or an, mean more an, intelligent an, yeah more intelligent or or an alien species or well, an, an or interdimensional mean, being wouldn't necessarily look at us and be like well you know we're on the same level as these people they would just be like well they are clearly beneath us not again not to downplay the human race because i'm a fan of humans i love me some humans sure there's a lot of them no I love, but sure but if they're dealing with this type of technology, whether they are traversing time and space or they're traversing star systems, then when they get here, we're just literally, it's like us looking at fucking deer. It like, could yeah, well it's be. It's a cute deer. Sure. But like I said, I mean, we've talked about this before. Just because they've developed as a scientific uh, uh, population, it doesn't right. mean they, they have the same, like a moral sense that we have. Right. Well, you, that doesn't mean they, you're right. You know, they don't. They, they look what we call street smarts, right. or like what we consider morality, or anything yeah. like that. Well, if they're just a science-based, like I said, and if you just view it as a planet, a fucking prey. Yeah, or yeah. I, but that doesn't mean they're actually they're smarter technically. Or if intelligence they wise, they, they don't use have. they don't use emotion in their general breakdown of intelligence. They're just like we're intelligence and that's it. And these are emotional beings, right? I mean, may, may, maybe they don't know how to start fucking fires. They had no need for it because exactly. what, wherever they because were because they have from, a wand that can and now they can, they can show them fire. They're like holy yeah. shit, we didn't we didn't even think of that. But exactly. yet they can travel yeah. in wormholes. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> because well, that's they, how they develop. If they're, yeah, if totally. they're a mechanized I mean, species, if they're if they're what we would I guess consider artificial intelligence, because we, we can I guess we're natural intelligence. Right. But if they're uh, a silicon-based uh, series of creatures or, or specific species that just never needed, like like Chris was saying, fire for warmth or meat yeah, right, for just food anything, or to right. harvest shit. If they're just like completely. Only interested in accruing knowledge. Yeah, like and, the board. And, and yeah, sort of <laughs> yeah, like they that. really yeah, are. No, yeah, really. the fucking board. But without even kind of like the cruelty of integration that the Borg had. Like right. this idea of they don't want us to be a part of them. They don't need any of that. They're just there to observe, and we're yeah. just another biological species, one of billions, if not trillions, that they've seen on plenty of planets, some more advanced than us in terms of intellect or maybe even spirituality, some less so. They might just not use that as a priority in terms of yeah. ranking human beings as right. being superior or inferior. Yeah. Just yeah. Well, if it doesn't add anything to the information they were to have, I guess, then you'd ignore it. Maybe they really just need tulips. Maybe that's the fucking one thing they haven't quite figured out yet. Like, what the fuck's the deal with tiger lilies? I need to fucking understand this that's shit. That's true. And they're constantly here pulling fucking plants, digging some dirt. Right. Maybe it's earthworms that give them worms. Right. Why is there worms? So, like, the proper questions aren't being asked. It's very likely. It yeah. could be. I mean, I, honestly. But they could just ask them. The biggest, misinterpre- the biggest misinterpretation of the fucking cosmos is that literally, like most things in life, no one's communicating properly. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, that's, earth, I could that's see, right yeah. now. Oh, just talk to us and everything's fine. Fuck. Because like, shit, we are assuming that it is about us. Yeah, it's and it's literally not. No, that's it's, what it's we like, always do. It's but. like a fucking starfish laying on an ocean floor, watching fishermen going, what, "What's their intention? Are, yeah. are, is it all about me? Yeah. Are they stealing fish yeah. around me to make me feel a certain is way?" Is it it's a like, threat? Do I have they to don't do something give a about fuck it? Yeah, about yeah. starfish. Yeah, exactly. And aliens might feel the same way about us. Like they're doing shit on Earth that they are interested in doing, yeah, and totally. they don't give four fucks about the human yeah. race but we're all so fucking self-consumed we're like look at us look at me am i pretty am i doing this right what am i doing <laughs> well, yeah. my friend it's a thread it's oh, about me well, is a good movie did, did you build us from scratch what's going right. on first of all prometheus is a fucking excellent no movie. it's not it is not, <laughs> it is not. <laughs> it's not at all in closing gentlemen what do we think this i is? don't fucking know I, well I, I think it i think it's 
almost certainly extraterrestrial in the sense that it's not indigenous to Earth. We can all agree that people saw this and we believe it happened. I really think it did happen. Yeah. Christopher? I believe people okay, saw so it people as saw well. this, we believe it happened. We're taking hoax and and misinterpreted military maneuvers. Even though a lot out of, of the fucking lean that way, but I really. But just between think it's us three, big. the fucking the the fucking the the illuminati we're fucking right. taking it out. Okay, I, cool. I think nah. so. Yeah. So we're on the same page. So Robert, what do you think? They're from somewhere else. I'm fairly sure it's not. We're not dealing with a humanoid phenomenon. Well, I guess humanoid in the sense that they're bipedal and have arms. So I guess they are strictly speaking humanoid. I don't know. My instinct is say extraterrestrial, of course, possibly interdimensional, but but something that came here for whatever purpose they did, and and had interactions with human beings that maybe they never intended to have, that right. resulted in a terrifying experience for well nigh sixty people, and particularly two boys that were both evaporated and frozen, and that to them they're not thinking of it. Any more or less than we think of, like I say, the the fauna in the forest when we're there doing whatever the hell we're doing. We don't think about how the, the woodland creatures around us are reacting to it. Right, right. We're just doing our thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. And and I really feel like that was their kind of mindset, if I could even possibly penetrate it. But but I suppose just for lack of any other evidence, I've got to say it, it strikes me as an extraterrestrial possibly scientific expedition all right cool um i'm definitely along the lines of of your thought um you know obviously i'm keeping the interdimensional door always open because we never close that door because interdimensional and extraterrestrial could very well be the same thing fair enough no there's well, probably parallels we can't fathom the thing is we like to make tight lines like are you from another planet it, did you get here in a technological vehicle right. made like you know out of car parts and you know dreams? We want to do it every. We want to assume everything's based on the logical extrapolation of what we have here on Earth, exactly. Which is physical technology right. and a desire to go say from planet to planet, or planet to planet, or star system to star system. But there is no real reason to impose that on a higher, more developed society. Exactly. That might yes. it might literally be a spiritual journey for them. They it might be traveling well through different be. realms yeah. of the soul. We just well, yeah, can't it could be anything. fathom it. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. could be anything. So right. I'm gonna say that like I'm in agreeance with you. Agreeance. Agreeance. Yeah, that's a good word. Was it didn't we have a movie Disagreeance? No, what was it? <laughs> that would be great. The Marcus and Rob starring disagreements. As far as Prometheus is concerned, as far as Rob's theory with this with this uh, alien encounter or interdimensional encounter is concerned, I I am in full agreement. I agree, and I do believe that maybe there was some an adjustment in perception, whether that's extraterrestrial or interdimensional. We're not sure. So everyone per- got dosed. Perception. No, no, the no. whole town of Verona. No, no one got dosed. No, I'm gonna skip well, the. I'm gonna skip the LDS and the diabetes on this one. <laughs> and just that I agree the, with you. The LDS. I mean, nice. this isn't okay, as well, shit I... crazy as Ca- Casablanca. No, 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 no I know. There's an amalgam of like 78 fucking yeah. 80s movies. Yeah, no, yeah, that totally. was like a totally that weird. was bad shit crazy. So I game. am on board with but Robert. It's interesting. Me and Robert are on board. Yeah. We're on a boat together. Christopher, will you join this boat with us? Yeah, no, it, it feels that way. It feels right. it. Oh, see, I love I, it when we're all together. But it, I mean, I do. Because we're friends. When space I say yeah, interdimensional, and when you say interdimensional, I think we're kind of talking about two different things. Wait, what do you mean? Like you say interdimensional, you just think like of a portal to another world. No, no I'm not, thinking more of a scientific version of what different dimensions actually mean. I don't, when I say interdimensional, I don't necessarily mean 
portal. I'm just meant, I, I'm just saying that you're getting a different perspective on a possible on a possible other reality that is adjacent to our own. I'm not necessarily saying that there's interaction between the two, just that we're, we're actually perceiving yeah. what is there. I know a lot of the times it sounds like I'm like, oh, portals open up and fucking big feet and Hopkins well, no, goblins but it's, come but dancing it's very out. important. I mean, right. th- that's just a word that can be used depending on what your definition of a no, different dimension means. And you're right. And it I isn't should, just an, like a Stargate where you just go into a right. fucking thing. And I, I like should there are scientific uh, yeah, right. theories on dimensions, and totally. they mean something different than yeah. just like a Stargate. I when I when I when I talk about interdimensional stuff, I'm more along the lines of what you said with like Neil deGrasse Tyson's theory about it. I don't necessarily believe that we're talking about portals opening up. Like Rick and Morty interdimensional TV. Though I do love that. I do too. No, but it doesn't mean that they can't. It, it can't, but I generally well, want it can be both. But it, it literally can yeah, be I both. Mean, it could be both. We don't, I don't I, know how that works. We I don't know how that to, works. I tend to err more towards that we are ha- we are having a shift in our perception of reality or of what we perceive as reality, and then looking at something that's completely outside of our reality. Well, yeah, you would see it different from a, a different dimension thing coming in. You're going to see it different than what exactly. it exists in its own dimension. Exactly. Speaking along those lines... Because I totally did what Chris is saying in terms right. of ability to perceive dimensionally. And I also am a big fan of the Rick and Morty portal type theory. I mean, I yeah. can scrape But I also love the, and I've mentioned this more than once, the from beyond theory that mid-80s Stuart right. Gordon. Uh, yeah, where we're Christ. surrounded. We are yeah. coexisting, but perhaps as you either elevate. We always want to think of it in terms of evolution, elevation, improvement. Maybe that's not the way to look at it. Maybe you have to de-evolve. But for the sake of argument, let's just say you have to achieve the ability to see the things that might be around you at all times right. that you just simply are unable to, and perhaps thank God for this, see. Whether yeah. they be parasitic yeah. fucking tooth eels that fucking float around you that if they noticed you would devour your face off yeah. your fucking skull. Right. Or, you know, beautiful centaurs that like to fucking frolic and, you know, have you out for picnics. Who the fuck knows? Ah, but we could be constantly centaur. surrounded by shit that we just can't perceive yeah. and they can't perceive us. Yeah. Maybe yeah. dimensions work that way. It's not about either portals or even the simple shift of perception from, say, second to third to fourth dimension, which of right. course we can't even fathom. Right. <clears throat> yeah. In, in most of the things that I've researched, the idea of portals doesn't necessarily have a scientific backing as far as like uh, you know straight theory doesn't talk about portals or exactly or like an Elon Musk or something talking about like parallel existences parallel universes and just and just basically all these all these different realities kind of mishmashed on each other well the bubble theory you know all these different things so I'm I'm looking at it more as like that you're you're it's it's either it's a higher level of perception or possibly even a lower level of perception which is also a possibility and you're just you're seeing it and can there could there be interaction well yeah of course because if they can see if, if i can see them and they can see me then we can see each other but why did these fuck sucking space robots go to russia in 1989 why not exactly glass they was there for yeah if you think rocky four Oh, that's right. Ivan Drago. And really, I mean, if you think about the area, think about this. If you consider consider the area at the time, the area at the time is a fucking hotbed. Russia has always been yeah, but a fucking when, just I know, when Chernobyl, crazy, when the fucking iron curtain place. is yeah, getting ready true. to fall, if you wanted to go check something out, you'd be like, well, what's happening on Earth? Or, you know, whatever fucking dimension this is. What I love oh, yeah, is cool, that there it this is. happened. Let's go check it, fucking check it out. Hot on the heels of the Soviet Union so that it got reported. 
That's the that's yeah. the beauty of the yeah. glass nose. Communism and, and the couldn't that, fucking couldn't fucking put this thing under the fucking rug. And they surely would have. Oh, because completely. Yeah, Iron Curtain, totally. It wasn't about whether or not the information could help the masses or science or the rest of the world right. understand what's going on. It was about clamping down on the shit because you didn't want it to embarrass the Soviet Union, and you wanted to find if there was anything you could militarize and profitize for the grand glory of the motherland. And once all this shit fell apart, they were like, fuck it. This shit happened. This is crazy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Enjoy it, world. All right. There you go. We all agree. That what? In some way, shape, or form, we have all agreed on the space boat. Now, we're all riding uh, on the same space are boat. Are we ancient aliens now? <laughs> we are. I have ancient I'm I'm developing my ancient aliens hair. No, I saw, like, dude, the pot, like, the, the pot before. Technically... <laughs> The pod before it I've was got, pretty hot. It I've was got like, st- I have yeah. strucolose hair. I've, uh, yeah, I have Giorgio. Right, so we're on hair. the galactic arc. Yeah, we're there. We're there. Listen, we're, we're sailing into the oh, horizon. Galactic arc. Yeah, we are friends again. We never I stop guess. being friends. I'm just saying we're even closer. We're dimensional friends. friends. We're, dimensional, we're, we're interdimensional buddies. Interdimensional buddies. Yeah, we're a three man Illuminati. Yeah, totally. On the space arc, heading toward fucking Valinor. Yeah. <laughs> Wolf twenty four twenty four. Yeah, we're there doing it. it. We're there. Awesome. Right, we'll we, see you there. We are, we are the Kryptonite Podcast. We sure as fuck are. Uh, Thank you for see joining you us for side. this week's episode. As always, we appreciate your ratings and reviews on the Apple uh, Podcast and the iTunes apps. It helps us out greatly. The so social much. medias, the Instagrams, the Twitters, the Facebooks, and you know what? There is a lot of you out there that I talk to on a pretty regular basis on the socials. Shoot us your theories about this. I know a lot of you are chomping at the bit. We've, oh, already, we've already talked about this episode. I mean, we, we've gone down not even just like beyond rabbit holes, super wormholes. Shoot us your ideas. Yeah. Shoot us your theories. We love hearing it. We love talking to you guys. Totally. It's fucking awesome. We got a great thing going on here. We are super excited for all the support and all the kind of words that we have received from everybody. Again, rate and review. Follow on the social media, scriptonotpodcast.com. Be sure to look at our merch store. Do it. Because we have four designs up now. Beautiful. We have designs. recently launched Rob's. Uh, Ultra, ultra terrestrial design. That's what we dubbed and it. And the indescribable Octoman. Plus, we have, our, we have our standard logo. Even though it's a picture, though it's which a clear, means it's described. Clear, yeah. clearly described. Describable picture. We have our standard Kryptonite logo. And then we have the t shirt that features all three of us on there. And our sweet Charlie's Angel monster hunting pose. I have that shirt, and I don't feel right wearing it because I know, I'm I, on it. I don't want to wear me. I can't you wear, wear me. It, though, most people won't recognize you I for you. I think they would because you've drawn me pretty accurately. I look like me. He looks like him I look on a like shirt. Me. Well, yeah. I tried to and make you guys, guys all look, look like you. you. Well, the, yeah, well like, totally. why would you not? I, I would. Yeah, I would wear it. Fuck it. So you know, if you want to support this podcast, the ratings and reviews help. But if you want to help us monetarily speaking, feel free to buy us something from T Public. We get a little kickback on the end. It helps us out with hosting costs and it helps us buy beer. And also, too, speaking of alcoholic treats, we want to give a big shout out to Jerry from Mississippi, Yay. Mississippi Jerry. Oh, thank you very much. Thank Woo! you so much. We have Jerry. been enjoying. Enjoying this entire pod. I think we've have we almost drank all of them, or is there like three there's left about, or something? There's like half of them left. Half yeah, of them. We've, we've done half a good job, but okay. there's still a noble amount for next week. Yeah, because I brought beer, and then there was already a, a there's already a box of beer, so we got a box it was of beer. Wonderful, plus, know, there's, there's absolutely a ton of beer. Wonderful. All right, cool. Special. So thank you for joining thank us, you, Jerry. and Jerry, you're the best. We'll be talking to you soon. See you later. Bye. <laughs>